we took just five minutes to recognize each other's beauty instead of attacking each other for our differences. That's not hard. It's really an easier and better way to live. And ultimately, it saves lives. Walk in if you are not afraid of spoilers. Welcome to the fifth episode. I am Sonal and you are listening to Featuring This Week. If you are tuning in to my podcast for the very first time, let me tell you a bit about myself. I love movies. The love here is in all caps and bold and I have been watching movies for longer than I can remember. I particularly love the horror and the thriller genres, but like a true fan of cinema, I experiment other genres and all possible languages as well. In featuring this week, I will be talking about one random movie that I picked up and watched during the week. This episode of featuring this week is a tad bit special. Featuring this week, I have with me movies based on and representing the LGBTQ plus community because it's pride month y'all so hang on tight because i am going to take you through a journey of some amazing movies that represent the community in a very beautiful way The truth is, sometimes I miss you so much I can hardly stand it. The first movie in the list is the 2005 romantic drama Brokeback Mountain, directed by Ang Lee and starring Jake Gyllenhaal, Heath Ledger, Anne Hathaway, and Michelle Williams. Even in 2005, when the LGBTQ plus A community was still pretty much unacceptable in a large part of the world, Brokeback Mountain is a movie that talks about the somewhat complex relationship that births between two cowboys. The story spans across 20 years from 1963 taking place in the American West. As the two men grow emotionally and eventually sexually close, their personal relationships with their girlfriends who later become their wives starts taking a toll. The movie shows the various difficulties that gay men had to face in the previous century due to homosexuality like unemployment or murder or abandonment, to name a few. The romantic scenes between the two main characters will make you feel the intensity of their love. As the movie weaves in and out of their lives, their separations, their fights amongst everything else, the one thing that stays till the end of the movie is the fact that love is love despite everything else.
The second movie in the list is the 1997 drama Marvion Rose or My Life in Pink, directed by Alain Berliner and starring Georges Dufresne, Michel Larocque, and Jean Philippe Ecoffey. This Belgian story is about the Faber family who move into their dream house. And their only problem is that the youngest kid, Ludo, wants to live his life as a girl. While initially Ludo's family plays along, later a series of events turns everyone in the neighborhood and eventually the family against Ludo. The movie is about Ludo trying to get through life every day, his family trying to get Ludo out of the face constantly, and the eventual acceptance. This is a very beautiful movie not just about someone's acceptance of their own identity, but the way they try to sail through life every single day because of so many factors that impact their life. So who's the cutie? Some customer. She's got a nice bone structure if you're into white girls. Who do you think she is or isn't in the family? Tamara, why are you always constantly clacking women? The third movie in today's list is the 1996 indie movie, The Watermelon Woman, directed by and starring Cheryl Donier. Cheryl Dunye, whose work mostly revolves around issues faced by black lesbians, brings this romantic drama about a young filmmaker, played by Cheryl herself, who is trying to make a film about a black actress from the 1930s. Cheryl works at a video store, which is her livelihood. She also makes home videos along with her friend. The Watermelon Woman comes into existence when Cheryl watches a movie where a certain black actress is credited simply as the Watermelon Woman, which intrigues Cheryl. She sets out to find more about her and more about black actresses of the earlier era in general. Much to her surprise, the black women who acted in movies usually got the roles of housemaids, gardeners, nannies who worked in white families. Creating a documentary about the watermelon woman not only brought out great details about the actress's life, but it also helped Cheryl realize a lot of things about black actresses from the older era. While the movie has its fun elements revolving around Cheryl's love life with a white woman, it also covers important issues regarding women, racism, discrimination, and stereotyping. No wonder why it's such a critically acclaimed movie. What do you do on Sundays? Nothing in particular. What do you do? Oh, nothing lately. I mean, if you'd like to come visit me sometime, you're welcome to. At least there's some pretty country around where I live. We are down to the fourth movie of the list, and for that, I have the 2015 romance drama Carol directed by Todd Haynes and starring Kate Blanchett and Rooney Mara. Set in the 1950s, where homosexuality was still a punishable taboo, Carol is a story about, well, a 
course, Carol, played by Kate Blanchett, and her whirlwind of a life. Carol, who is in the middle of a divorce with her husband, falls in love with the store clerk slash photographer Therese, played by Rooney Mara. The gradual development of their relationship leaves Therese questioning herself because this is pretty much new for her. On the other hand, Carol's husband suspects her of having a relationship with Therese based on her previous affairs and threatens to use her homosexuality as a reason for getting custody of their daughter. Because this is in the 1950s, the movie pretty befittingly shows how Carol and Therese try to hide their relationship and how Carol steers through her life amidst all the disruptions. Oh, and the movie had six Oscar nominations. In all its subtlety, the movie makes you feel the soft melancholy and the pain that love feels. So you're a boy. Now what? Come on. Coming to the fifth movie in my list, I have the 1999 biography Boys Don't Cry, directed by Kimberly Pierce and starring Hilary Swank. Boys Don't Cry is a pretty heartbreaking story based on the real-life incidents of a trans man known as Brandon Tina. Having been involved in several fights in his hometown, Brandon moves to Falls City in Nebraska. In a new place, starting a new life, Brandon makes two new friends who are ex-convicts and also befriends their friends, falling in love with one of them, uh, a girl called Lana. They even plan to move out to a different city and although she is initially unaware of Brandon's identity, she continues to be with him even after discovering the fact that he is a trans man. However, Brandon's friends discover this and they bully him to the point where they are not just beating him up but raping him as well. And like that wasn't enough for them, they later come back drunk and shoot him, killing him with the first bullet. Brandon, who was just 21 when he died, was never accepted by his mother for his identity until 2013. The thought-provoking and the heart-wrenching movie got Hilary Swank her first Oscar for the Best Actress. And last but certainly not the least, I have with me one of my very favorite movies, the 1997 romance drama Happy Together, directed by Wong Kar Wai and starring Leslie Cheung and Tony Leung Chiuai. Even when you are with the one person whom you truly love, there are times when insecurity takes over and despite all your love for each other, you have a fallout. Happy Together is a beautiful but melancholic movie about the constantly turbulent relation that Phi and Poving share. 
they traveled from Hong Kong to Argentina in an attempt to rekindle their relationship, but after a heated argument, they part ways. However, because they don't have enough money to go back home, they start working in Argentina. While Fai still loves and cares for Po Wing, he is unable to get back with him because of Po Wing's commitment issues. The movie, in its many raw but captivating ways, shows the agonies in love and the various flows of emotion that love brings about, irrespective of them being positive or negative. Alright, leaving you with 6 beautiful movies to watch, we come to the end of today's episode. I know the world has started to become a bit more acceptive towards the LGBTQ community, but that does not cover even 1% of the people who have immense hatred towards the community. And I really hope that one day the world will be free of all the traumas that the community and its people go through. I hope that you liked the episode. If you did, go click on the follow button right away. Featuring this week is available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts and Stitcher. And if you see a rating or a review system anywhere, then please do leave a rating or a review as well. It will help me create better content for you. I won't be back for the next two weeks. I am traveling, but if you are new here, I would recommend you to check out my previous episodes. I assure you that you will love the content. I will be back with more amazing movies for you very soon. But until then, bye.